welcome to the Possibility Podcast. My name is Mel Schwartz. I'll be your host and your thought provocateur. I've been practicing psychotherapy for over 20 years. I've done numerous workshops and corporate speaking gigs, and I've worked with thousands of people over this time. I've been fortunate to witness countless insights and breakthroughs through my work that have allowed me to write several books and over 100 articles. I'll be introducing to you new ways of thinking, relating, and communicating to help you reach the possibilities that await you so you can truly thrive in your life. Think of it as a new game plan for living. Very often, we'll have call-ins from at least one or two people on our show. Thanks for joining my emerging community of possibility seekers, and I hope you enjoy it. Today, I'm going to speak with you about what I call defining moments. These are moments in which we have insights that head us into a bold new direction in our life, where we break free from the past and start to carve out new territory as we reach our possibilities. Insights are common in our lives. We often have insights, you know, the aha moment when we look at something differently in our lives. But regrettably, Insights fade over time when we don't commit to them. A defining moment is an insight in which we see something differently. The light goes on, and most importantly, we commit to that insight. We then create a defining moment where we turn in a new direction in our life. I've had any number of defining moments in my life, which I'll share with you to give you a sense of what I'm talking about. The first defining moment I can recall occurred my second year in college. My first year, I went away to an out-of-town school with a bunch of really good friends, but I was going steady with my high school girlfriend who was still in high school. So I was faithful and true blue and decided I was not going to go out and join a fraternity or do any dating. And I transferred back to a local school to be with her. It's a school that I had no particular interest in, and I didn't know a soul at the school. The second week into the semester, she told me that she decided she wanted to go out with other guys. My heart was in my mouth. I was so distressed. And moreover, I had this thought of now, what am I going to do here? I didn't know anyone at the school, and I was really kind of shy. My first instinct was, I would transfer back to my old university. But I went out for a walk. And as I walked on the courtyard, I had a defining moment. That moment was, no, I'm not going to transfer back. I'm going to stay here and break out of my shyness. A profound defining moment for me. It worked. And by the time I graduated, I was arguably one of the most well-known people on campus. My next defining moment came many years later. I was about 40 years old. I was married and had two young children. I was in business and was rather successful in that business. In fact, I built a nice house in the countryside outside of New York City. I was living the life I thought I was supposed to live. One day, while driving home from work, 
had a breakthrough, an epiphany. The truth came bursting through to me, and it sounded like this. I was being successful. I was feeling successful, but there was something missing. I wanted more meaning and more purpose in my life, and I was not going to get it from this career. When I got home that night, I shared with who was going to become my former wife this news that I was going to close the business. She asked me in a very alarmed way, what was I going to do? I could understand her concern, but I had no idea. I went to sleep that night as excited as a kid before their birthday party. Everything was open. All the possibilities were there for me. You see, I was always raised to believe, why can't I? Many of us are taught why I can't, but why can't I opened up my possibilities. As I was tossing and turning in bed that night with excitement, I remembered that many years earlier, somebody had asked me, Mel, what do you love to do? My response was, I love to help people think differently, look at things differently. So I asked myself, what could that look like? And in the few moments I had it, I could go to graduate school and earn a degree and practice psychotherapy, maybe write books, give lectures, teach seminars. I was excited and enthralled by those possibilities. This was a defining moment, which led me all these years later to be here talking with you, led me to write several books, work with thousands of people live a life full of meaning and purpose. I created a new game plan for myself. The Possibility Podcast is going to be devoted to helping you develop new game plans for yourself. See, it turns out that we've been living from an old antiquated game plan, which I'll be explaining in detail over the upcoming episodes. But just to touch on it lightly right now, We live lives encumbered by fear because we seek determinism, predictability, the need to know the future. This comes from Newton's, Isaac Newton's 17th century determinism. If we could have enough information and enough data, we could know the future. Well, to a certain extent, that's useful and helpful in our lives, but it created an addiction to certainty and predictability which I will demonstrate to you is at the core of our epidemics of anxiety, decimating to our relationships, our creativity, and the change process. Another core view of Newton's worldview was that reality is like a giant machine comprised of separate, distinct, and distant parts. But we became the parts in that worldview having no connection to each other, no meaning and no purpose. This has led to epidemics of anxiety and depression I've come to see. My work has been devoted toward creating defining moments. These moments come from the principles of quantum physics. It turns out that reality, we're coming to understand, is thoroughly uncertain. And I came to see that uncertainty shouldn't be my enemy. What would happen if I embraced uncertainty? You see, uncertainty equals pure possibility, pure potentiality. So I've retrained my thinking and my belief system 
to embrace uncertainty, which has been the greatest motivator and catalyst in living a life full of inspiration, passion, and the ability to thrive. I recently gave a TEDx talk called Overcoming Anxiety by employing this principle of uncertainty. We struggle in our relationships because we're unschooled in how to navigate relationship. This old game plan, live life, go to school, graduate, get a good job, fall in love and get married and everything will be perfect is regrettably untrue. One of the most important questions I've ever come to consider is to ask yourself what informs your belief. I was giving a talk many years ago on the change process. I was up on the podium explaining the process of change and how we could facilitate it. And an individual in the audience, an older man, stood up, asked a question, and you could tell from his tone that he was a disbeliever. He did not believe that people change. As he asked this question and started to challenge me, I created the space to ask him a new question. I asked him, what informs your belief? How did you come to your belief that people don't change? He went on to share stories about his childhood, his parents, his family, and there was no change. There was no change process in his storyline. So I looked at him and I said, well, if you were born in my family, and let's say you were my brother, do you think you'd have a different belief? And reluctantly, he nodded and said, I guess so. So you see, our beliefs, our beliefs set off millions of old thoughts. Between our old beliefs and our old thoughts, we become imprisoned, imprisoned by old thought and old belief. And that's why we struggle with change. We struggle to create defining moments in our lives. We get stuck in a state of being. In many of our coming episodes, I'm going to be describing to you how we can shift from a state, a fixed state of being, to the process of becoming. This occurred to me many years ago. I was writing an article called, Who Am I? And the article opens up like this. Who am I is the wrong question to ask because it suggests that there is a specific and fixed answer to the question. People who say, I know myself so well, speak in a very emblematic way to that belief. So rather than asking, who am I? We might ask ourselves, how would I like to experience my life? You see, who am I is once again, fixed, it's looking backward, it's unchanging and unmoving. How would I like to experience my life as undulating and flowing and moving? Think back to when I had that impasse transferring colleges or that insight about seeking a new career. I chose to get unstuck. I chose to believe in the participatory nature of life once I could free myself from my mistakes and from my fears about making a mistake. After all, what's a mistake? It's something that you think you will come to regret. People who get stuck about the fear of making a mistake do not experience change. They live life as though they're playing a chess match, standing back, calculating, determining, 
what will happen if I do this, what will happen if I don't do this. That is no way to live life. It's not flowing. It's not unfolding. We worry so much about the consequences of what we might do. Imagine what would happen if we thought about the consequences of what we don't do. The consequences of our inactions can be profound and significant and terribly limiting. There'll be much more to come in coming episodes about defining moments and giving you the tools and the skills to participate in your change process. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you really enjoyed the show. Please feel welcome to leave your comments at this feed or at mel at melschwartz.com where you can reach me directly. At my website, melschwartz.com, you can read about the possibility principle. Please feel welcome to join the RSS feed to subscribe to our show. And if you'd like to offer topic ideas or potentially be a guest on a future show, send me that email at mel at melschwartz.com. Thanks and have a great day. Mm-hmm.